0: A very good day to you. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com. It's Wednesday, April 14th. Following the federal government's pausing the distribution of Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine after sickness and death from it, area counties have halted the use of the product. Orange County's hit the pause button. Health Commissioner Dr. Irina Gelman says more data needs to be analyzed about the vaccine. This is uh, a sixth cases uh, that have been reported out of over four million doses uh, that have been administered. So at this point, we really have to learn more um, about whether this is a correlation or causation effect uh, as far as the Johnson & Johnson vaccine is concerned. And Ulster County Health Commissioner Dr. Carol Smith says the county was immediately putting a pause on administering the vaccine while the review was underway. The Ulster County Legislature held a special virtual session last evening to share an update on the Golden Hill Housing Project and to discuss the serious nature of the housing crisis in the county. The county's LDC has just approved the developer agreement with Penrose, the New York City-based real estate agency, for the Golden Hill Project, which will include 80 senior citizen housing units, 80 units at 30 to 130 percent, of the county's annual mean income, a 5,000-square-foot community building, green heating and cooling, and support services for tenants from local nonprofit agencies on the site. County Executive Patrick Ryan said, referring to the data found as a result of a recent report from Pattern for Progress on the county's housing situation, the county needs to make the public aware of how serious the housing crisis is. The work of the report um, is meant to be both data for us to to craft a really effective response, but also um, leverage for us to use to make the case to the public that this is not an issue of some small percentage of our county, but it's an issue of every single uh, resident. It's an economic development issue, and it's also a moral issue that people should be able to afford to live with dignity. Every person should be able to afford to live with dignity in the county. The county legislature is hoping to increase housing developments like the Golden Hill Project and other possible segmented developments as solutions to the problem. The state senate committees on agriculture, labor, and social services Tuesday held a virtual public hearing to discuss food insecurity in the state and inequality in the agricultural sector. Poughkeepsie Common Council Chair Sarah Salem, who is also the Director of Development for Duchess Outreach, said the state has made a significant contribution with the Nourish New York program and the last budget's increase in funding to it. But there needs to be more long-term solutions and portions of the agricultural budget earmarked for BIPOC, Black, Indigenous, and People of Color Farmers fund farmers, especially BIPOC farmers, fund communities, especially historically oppressed and marginalized populations, uh, and incentivize the purchase of local foods throughout communities, help to fund food policy councils so that folks can proudly make their own food choices. Senate Agriculture Committee Chairwoman Michelle Hinchy of Saugerties said increasing the diversity and amount of farmers within the state is a major priority. We can't address food insecurity without looking at our food systems as a whole. And today we're working hard to start doing that. We need more farmers to help increase our food systems and we need diverse farmers to help produce diverse and culturally relevant foods so that individuals across our state have access to farm fresh foods regardless of where they live across our state. New York, as we know, is an ag state and we need to work to make sure that our agriculture sector is as diverse as the people it's feeding. Panelists and speakers suggested that an investment on behalf of the state into BIPOC operations could help supplement the current aging out of farmers in the state and increase fresh product availability to underserved and city areas across New York. Following a large-scale effort by local environmental organizations led by Senator Michelle Hinchy to block a proposal by California-based premium holdings from building a hydroelectric plant adjacent to the Ashokan Reservoir, the company said it would withdraw its application. It said, though, that it would consider submitting a revised proposal for a similar project around the Neversink Reservoir or Rondout Reservoir. Had the Ashokan project moved forward, it would have destroyed the purity of drinking water, devastated the protected Catskill Wilderness, and displaced entire communities, said Henji. A rowdy off-campus party by hundreds of Marist College students on Saturday led to drinking, littering, and even flipping a car in a parking lot at 15 Big Meadow Lane in Hyde Park. A statement from Marist said the college has clear expectations regarding student behavior as outlined in the Student Code of Conduct. It says they do not condone the destruction of property and are working with law enforcement to learn more about the particulars of the event in question. Chief Robert Benson was provided a copy of the car flipping video on Tuesday. The police were able to track down the registered owner of the vehicle who declined to press charges. Dutchess County Executive Mark Molinaro chimed in, urging students to behave. College kids will be college kids, but don't do things that that damage property. Don't do things that cause us to have to respond when we don't need to. And be a good example for yourselves in the college. Because it occurred on private property, the police cannot arrest anyone. I'm Hank Gross, MidHudsonNews.com.